Morning. Welcome to another episode of History Under Your Feet. Today we take a look at the life of one of the greatest revolutionaries of Indian history. The man who popularized the mortal line, Sarforosh ki tamanna ab humare dil mein hai, dekhna ki chor kitna baazu ek atil mein hai. These lines were actually written by Bismil Azimbadi, but popularized by a certain Ram Prasad Bismil, the mastermind behind the Kakodi Rail Decoity case. Ram Prasad Bismil was born in Shahjahanpur in 1887. His ancestors hailed from Gwalior. His native village was close to the Chambal Valley. His father was a clerk in the municipality and later started a small business lending out money on interest. He taught Ram Prasad Hindi and later sent him to Malvi to learn Urdu too. By 14 years, Ram Prasad was fluent in Urdu and read many novels. He learned the rituals of worship from a priest near to his home and later learned Sandhya Vandana too from Munshi. Indrajit He was deeply influenced by Swami Dayanand Saraswati's teachings and his book Sadhyatra Prakasha. He took to Brahmacharya regularly, used to exercise and practiced it rigorously. The principles of the Arya Samaj had a deep impact on Ram Prasad, which was not to the liking of his father. He even ran away from Mahmo after an argument with his father, and along with some other friends, he started the Arya Kumar Sabha that began to organize meetings and positions. Swami Samdevji, an Arasamaj leader, came down to Shahjahanpur and he was the one who guided Ram Prasad on matters of politics and religion. The turning point came in 1916 when Bhai Parmanand was sentenced to death for the Lahore conspiracy. Ram Prasad was an admirer of Parmanand and the death sentence made him seek rage. It was then and there itself he took a vow to fight against the British government and told his Guru Samdevji about this. His Guru advised him to think about it as it would be quite difficult to keep a bow and that is when Ram Prasad touched his Guru's feet and said, If I have the grace of these sacred feet, my bow will surely be fulfilled. Nothing can come in the way. It was his first step on the way to becoming a revolutionary and by this time, he was an active volunteer at the Shah Jahanpur Seva Samdhi. Around that time, the Indian National Congress was having its session in Lucknow and it was divided into groups, two groups, the moderates and extremists. Balkangadha Tilak, who led the extremist group, did not believe in negotiation. His goal was Purnaspraj. When Tilak came to Lucknow, Ram Prasad led a group, led a group of youngsters, youngsters to the railway station, hired a coach and ensured Tilak was taken in their coach instead of the car. He was given a grand welcome and showered with flowers. At the same time, Ram Prasad came into contact with some members of the revolutionary committee and soon became a part of their executive committee. However, the revolutionaries were facing a funds crunch. They did not have the money to carry out their activities of arms, ammunition needed for an arms struggle. It was then that Ram Prasad came up with the idea of publishing books on revolutionary thought that would bring in the money and also spread their ideas. And taking a loan of 400 rupees from his mother, Ram Prasad first published a book, America Ke Swatindrata Ki Itihas, Decreating the American Revolution. He then published a pamphlet, Deshwasiyon Ke Naam to Draw Public Attention and Sympathy of Pandit Kendalal Dixit, a revolutionary leader who was arrested in Gwalior. Dixit was a school teacher at Aroya in the Tawa UP and led a group of revolutionaries called the Shivaji Samiti. Bismil drew attention to Pandit Kendalal with his pamphlet, Deshwasiyon Ke Naam, as well as his poem, Mainpuri Ki Pratirikya. Though the books were banned by the government in the United Provinces, They circulated underground and bought in the money needed. He also began to visit Kualia to purchase arms needed for the revolutionary struggle where he bought some muzzle-loaded revolvers and tackles. 
By now, Ramprasad became a wanted man with Gwalior State getting a center of his collection of arms, and once he was almost arrested by the inspector before giving the slip. He also bought a revolver from a police superintendent about a terror and giving an affidavit stating that he was the son of a zamindar and needed. By this time, he managed to build a neat repertory of weapons that included rifles, muzzles, loaders, muzzle loaders, revolvers, daggers, and knives. And on the other hand, his first book on the American Revolution began to be sold all over in spite of the ban on it. But now the police were on the hot on the pursuit of Prampresad Bismuth and also got to know the details of the arms dumping mine pre. Thanks to the internet and fighting between the Revolutionary Committee members, he left Shah Jahanpur with three of his friends and stayed in Allahabad, now in exile. He had a narrow escape when one of those friends tried to kill him while he was sitting on the banks of the Yamuna, and soon he found that his other three friends were plotting against him. In fact, this betrayal upset him, and he went back to Lucknow and wandered around in tomb for some time. He could trust none around him, and his life was in mortal danger. On the suggestion of his mother, he went again to Gwalior State. His father was threatened by police to reveal the whereabouts or else face confiscation of his property. His father also sold all the property instead and came to Gwalior to be with his son. Ram Prasad took to farming during his exile in Gwalior. Around this time, he learned to express his revolutionary thoughts in the form of books and poems. He also translated many Bengali works into Hindi as well as Aurobindo's Yogi Sadhana. Most of his books were published in a serial famine in the Mong magazines provided by Ganesh Shankar Vidyati as a series called Sushin Mala. Returning back to Shah Jahanpur in 1919, he started a silk weaving factory to support his family, which brought in profits due to his hard work. He however refused to get married and settled down as his or already dedicated his life for the country. In 1921, Mahatma Gandhi called out the non-cooperation movement and gave an impetus to the revolutionary movement. This decision split the Congress into two groups, one headed by Gandhi, another by Chitranjan Das. Little Das, along with Motilal Nehru, formed the Swaraj party while the youth rallied under Bismuth. He went to Allahabad in 1923 and drafted the constitution of the new party, along with Sajindranath Sanyal and Dr. Chadukopal Mukherjee. On 3rd October 1924, the Hindustan Republican Association was founded in Kanpur with Sanyal as the chairman and Bismillah as the district in charge for Shah Jahanpur. He was also in charge of the arms and given additional charge of Agra and Awadhu. With his business established well, he plunged headlong into the revolutionary movement again, organizing the workers and volunteers. However, the lack of funds was proving to be a main hindrance. While he led some decorators initially to gather money, he realized it was not sufficient and there was no point in harassing his own fellow Indians. It was at such a time that while he was travelling to Chachahanpur to Lucknow by train, he observed that at each station, the station master bought bags of money and placed them in the guard's carriage, where there was no one to guard them, and that led to the Kakori conspiracy. Kakori was a small village near Lucknow, and the eight town between Shahjahanpur and Lucknow used to pass through Delhi. Ramprasad decided to stop the train at Kakori and take away the money bags, and this was the famous Kakori conspiracy. August 9, 1925, evening time, along with nine other revolutionaries, Ramprasad pulled the chair at Kakori station and looted the government money from the guard's cabin. There was no bloodshed except for one passenger killed accidentally. Soon the government cracked down on the Kakori conspirators and arrest warrants were issued. While Chandrasekhar Ajad managed to evade the crackdown, Ramprasad was arrested along with Ashwakullah Khan, his close associate. After a long trial that lasted for a year and a half, Ram Prasad along with Ashwakullah, Roshan Singh and Rajendra Lahari was sentenced to death. 
In spite of the massive public outcry against his sentence and appeals from many Congress leaders, the government did not relent. It was during his stay in prison that Ram Prasad wrote his own autobiography, considered one of the finest works in Hindi in the literature. Though under strict watch in prison, he managed to successfully spunge out copies of his manuscript in three installments. The book was published in 1929 was banned by the government. It covered his childhood, his ancestors and his experience with the Arya Samaj along with more intimate portraits of his mother with whom he shared a close bond. He was deeply concerned about the future of the revolutionary movement in India. He felt that given the existing conditions in India, the revolutionary movement would not succeed for some time and advised the youth to give up arms. Bismuth was his pen name and his poems were often imbibed with revolutionary fervor and spirit. One such was written just before he was signed. O oh Lord, thy will be done, you are unique, neither my tears nor I will endure. Grant me this boon that to my last breath and the last of my blood, I may think of you and be immersed in your work. Rajendra Lahiri was hanged on December 18, 1927 and Roshan Singh on December 28. On December 18, 1927, he met his mother for the last time. When he, he saw his mother bound in chains, tears rolled down his eyes. As his mother saw the tears, she said, What is this, my son? I thought of my son as a great hero. I was thinking the British government would shiver at the very mention of his name. I never thought my son would be afraid of death, to which his son replied, Mother, these were not our tears of fear. These are the tears of joy of beholding such a brave mother like you. On December 19, 1927, Ram Prasad got up, had a bath, said his morning prayers and wrote his last letter to his mother. He walked without any fear to the gallows and completely at peace of mind, even the authorities were surprised. As he mounted the gallows, Ram Prasad shouted, Vande Matram Bharat Mataki Jai and recited the prayer, Vishwani Deva Savitahi Dunitani. And soon the brave son of India was hanged, his voice was stifled, but the message he gave to the countrymen evaporated wide and clear. Karakpur gave him a fitting funeral with many breaking down seeing his body and he was cremated near the Rapti river. He was a true man of honor and integrity, a man who lived by his principles without compromising them on even once. Namantur Ram Prasad Bismil.